Welcome back to part two of the relationship series. In this series, Foster and I talk about the top 10 lessons that we've learned, mostly the hard way, and how to have successful relationships in life. If you want the full experience, don't forget to check out our website, improveyourenglishimproveyourlife.com. The link is in the show notes. Let's jump into the episode. So are you comfortable moving on to point number two? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, I like this one. (laughs) So you said, think before you really get upset or think before you get really upset and try to understand why you feel that way. Yeah. And I think it was, there was a post that I saw on Instagram. I think it was Russell Brand. He posted something like, if it makes you hysterical, it's historical. Mm. And I remember this really hit me hard because there's times when maybe you're having an argument with someone or someone says something to you uh, or something happens and for whatever reason, your reaction to it is, is really strong. We'll say a hysterical reaction, but you don't have to be hysterical, but it really, really hurts you, it really affects you. And in that situation, rarely, rarely is it because of that one tiny event. It's that one tiny event is triggering past events. And so everything that happened in the past that's being triggered is coming to the surface. And that is why your reaction is so strong. So um, like, for example, my, if my husband and I were arguing and let's say he like turns his back and walks away, like if I interpret that, like if inside of me, <laughs> I feel this like rage and anger and hurt or whatever, because I think he's like checking out or abandoning or whatever it is, whatever story I'm telling myself, it's not because of that. It's because of that, that one action is making, re- making me remember all these other times that I felt maybe abandoned or left behind or, or whatever the feeling is that I'm having. Yeah, so, maybe even when you were a little child. Absolutely, absolutely. And just understanding that made me realize like, okay, what's, what's really going on here? And, and it's an opportunity. It really is like, okay, this feeling is horrible. I don't, <laughs> I don't like this. However, what, what does this remind me of? You know, in what other situations have I felt like this? And then things start coming up. And then you can also realize, okay, like, how, how can I deal with this differently? What is the solution? And when we focus on the solution rather than the problem, it just changes our whole like energy field because it goes towards um, like something positive, like, well, what do I need or what can we do versus the blaming and you're bad, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, you know, the typical reaction that we go to. <laughs> so <laughs> You're stupid, I'm smart. Right. You're the villain, I'm the victim. Yeah. And... It just gets us out of that state. Yeah. 
Yeah, I fall victim to this all of the time. So uh, a comment and a question. So a comment, there is a wonderful book called The Origins of You by a doctor named Vienna McFerrin, if I'm not mistaken. Apparently, she's really big on Instagram. That's what Alexia told me. (laughs) Okay, I'll look her up. (laughs) Um, The book is really going into like these historical things, like how things are triggering us today probably have their origins and like our upbringing and our family and the way we were raised. It's pretty heavy. I read like half of it and now my therapist is on vacation. So I put it down for a while, but it was very, very helpful. Yeah. Oh, that sounds amazing. And another thing I just wanted to add, because sometimes it may be stuff that's not even from your life. There was a study done on mice or rats. I'm not sure. I can't remember. But basically, <laughs> they put a bunch of male mice in a cage, and then they filled the cage with a, like a scent. I think it was like a cherry blossom scent. And every time they filled the cage with a cherry blossom scent, they sent an electric current through the cage so that the mice would be shocked. It sounds horrible, but they do these experiments. Um, So obviously, over time, the mice began to associate this scent with, I'm going to get shocked, and it's painful, and I hate it. So their heartbeat would race, and they would have, you know, an anxiety response. They then bred these mice with female mice, and the mice had babies. And they did the same experiment with the babies. So they had babies that were from these male mice that had been shocked every time they smelled this cherry blossom scent, and then they had other mice that were from other male mice. When they, they didn't shock the mice, but they put the scent in the cage, and the babies from those male mice started having an anxiety response. They, their, hearts, wow. their heartbeat started uh, racing, and they started getting really nervous, and that's obviously nothing that they themselves experienced in their lifetimes. It was like a passed-on trauma from their fathers. Yeah. So there's so much stuff that we just don't really even know. You know, like some people have a crazy fear of sharks, but they've never even been in the ocean. You know, it's like, why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, inherited trauma and inherited wounds and intergenerational trauma and stuff like that. It's real and it's crazy. It is. Yeah. 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 Man. Um, poor mice. I know. I know. It's like, to me, it's like a fascinating study, but I feel like, oh, I wish they didn't have to hurt in the process. But. <laughs> oh, well. um, can I ask you kind of a practical question? Yes. Okay. So you, this idea of, If it's hysterical, then it's historical. I totally get that. I agree with that 100%. I see it in my own life. Mm -hmm. Do you have any practical tips about like how to, not how to prevent it, but maybe how to catch it a little bit faster? 
because for me when i'm hysterical like (laughs) i'm already gone i know (laughs) there's no going no going back Yes, this is a great place to pause, and we will talk more about this in the next episode. But the first step is to simply notice when you get in these really emotionally charged states and just ask yourself these questions. Number one, when have I felt like this before? Chances are this feeling is something that you've felt many times before all throughout your life. And your reaction isn't because of this one single event. It's the accumulation of all those past events and emotions being triggered. Number two, what am I feeling exactly? Focus on the feeling, not the story that you're telling yourself. For example, I feel sad, angry, ashamed, unappreciated, etc. Number three, Where do I feel this in my body? I feel it in my chest, in my heart. I feel pressure on my neck. I feel uh, pain in my stomach. Things like that. Focusing specifically on the feeling and where you feel it in your body, not the story behind it, okay? Number four, sit with it for a second and just feel it. Breathe into it. Let it flow through you like a wave or a current. There's a famous, well, not so famous, but there is a saying that goes, we have to feel it to heal it. So really just focus on feeling whatever it is in your body and then letting it go. Most of the time we skip over these steps and we go straight to creating a story or a narrative And then we let this story take control of the situation, making us feel even worse. And when we don't let the feeling or the discomfort pass through, it gets stuck in our bodies and can cause pain, illness, exhaustion, and other problems. So just go through these steps and take some deep breaths. Once you've done this, you can move on and try to understand what is truly going on and how to heal. Again, we really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want the transcript with highlights and the homework assignments, please don't forget to check out our website, improveyourenglishimproveyourlife.com. Thanks again for being here, and we'll see you in the next episode.